Hello again, and welcome back to the Fear and Beer podcast, where we talk all things horror, horror nights, and just a dash of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Episode 10. It's a big milestone. Yeah. We're already and at 10. Some big news. It means we've already hit 10 weeks. And yeah, of course, you know, the biggest news of the year drops <laughs> on the on the 10th episode. So that's kind of ironic. Very sombering episode today. So <laughs> we... Yeah, it's a little sad. But we'll get in. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of break it down a little dissect bit. Dissect a little bit. See what we got here. So obviously, as you have probably or absolutely have heard, obviously, HHN 2020 is no more. Uh, it is postponed until next year, obviously due to all the COVID and stuff like that. It just kind of got deemed that it either wasn't going to be safe enough, it wasn't worth putting on, it just cost of running the event versus income coming in just didn't line up. So we got that news that broke to us on Friday afternoon, I believe it was. We got throughout the week some news that the tribute store was going to be opening and you know we were kind of thinking more news would be dropping and i know that we've been saying for weeks and weeks at the end you know hopefully we got some news to talk about and lo and behold we got some news to talk about some actual news (laughs) (laughs) wasn't exactly the news we were looking for but we got it so much like probably all the other social medias and twitters and podcasts we are going to give our two cents on HHN, kind of what the future looks. looks yeah, like. you probably. I mean, this isn't the first podcast or the last you're gonna hear about this. So, I mean, I mean, everyone. I'm sure all the ones you listen to are gonna be to say the same thing. Yeah. Do you want to talk about some beer before we get into it? Yeah, or? let's do that. Let's all talk right. about some happy stuff. So, so, I didn't have time to go to a, the liquor store again and get a scary beer. So I, I brought one tonight. That's a little it's different. It's not anything horror themed. Nick, what are you drinking? So for because it's kind of a a quote-unquote anniversary episode. See what I did there? Yeah, I see. I'm going to be tapping into what I had on the very first episode because if you saw our Instagram, I was just walking through Publix the other day with my girlfriend, walking down the beer aisle. I was like, you know, let's just see. She's going to go grab some random vegan crap, and I'm going to go look at the beer. I was like, maybe I'll find a cool little spooky beer or something, whatever, just a rando pack or a, a single, and I'll pick it up. And much to my surprise... I was going through. It was like, ooh, Sam, Bud Light, Bud Light. There's Shipyard Pumpkinhead staring me right in the face. Woo-wee. So I don't know Does if it fall it's at, already. Yeah, I don't know if it's at every Publix or whatnot, but I saw them. I saw all three cases, and I grabbed all three cases, <laughs> emptied <laughs> that aisle out, and I went to check out immediately. So that kind of lifted my spirits. So that's what I drank on the very first episode of this 10 weeks ago, two and a half months ago. I stretched my supply pretty much the whole year the whole year of Shipyard Pumpkinhead. So, I'm going to be diving into that again. Again, if you didn't hear me the first time when we were talking about it, it's just a nice little pumpkin spice I'm, beer from Shipyard. It's brewed up in Portland. It uh It's a comfort beer. Yeah, it debuted in 97. This is going to make me feel happy on the inside. Right, it's a comfort beer. It makes you feel like, "Hey, you know, at least I can dream about it." There's some things Halloween. in the world that are right. Most things are not right. However, no, this nothing is right. is right right now. <laughs> I also with my shipyard pumpkin head, I like to add a couple shots of butter shots. Is that DeKuyper's? Yeah, DeKuyper. Yeah. Don't they do, did they, do they do that at the park or no? I don't think they do. This I know, is, I've heard it elsewhere though. I, yeah. I know that like I get that you do it. I've heard that somewhere. I don't know if it's just at bars they do it or somewhere. I thought somewhere did it with the DeKuyper's, but that's a good idea. They might. They I'm maybe at some of the bars like Finnegan's where they have yeah liquor, maybe if they have liquor and stuff like that in there. But I usually dump a shot or two or three or in this case a. I just have the bottle in front of me because it's a it's a sad day. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty sad. I either do butter shots or absolute vanilla vodka, or sometimes I'll just throw some Fireball in there and spice it up a little bit. But that is what's going to get me going through this episode. So what were you're just drinking beer, beer? Yeah. So well, no, I mean I actually have a craft a beer. One. I would have gotten into it a little bit, but again, it's not anything horror themed. But it is a local beer, so it's from. They say Dania Beach, Florida, which I think is like Fort Lauderdale, that area. Okay. Um, so it's local to us. It's called Green Sea by Three Sons Brewing. It's a mosaic dry hopped gosa. So it's actually really interesting. It's a sour, but they dry hop it with mosaic hops. So you get some of that like ale 
Okay, a little um, notes of the, that. That ale tinge to it, even though it's a sour. And it's not super overpowering either, so it's not like like super puckery. Mm. It's just like decent decent amount of sour. Definitely get a lot of that mosaic cop in it. I, I like it a lot. Uh, and they're a small, small brewery. They got a tap room, like I said, down in down down in Fort Lauderdale, and they do maybe a few hundred cans every every day or something. Like that. So, so something small. I mean, I could be way off in the numbers, but they don't. They're not big. They're not like a super. They're not even like a microbrewery. I would say they're even like a nano brewery. But it's really good. So if you're listening, guys, good job. And actually, as I don't know if you saw this on uh, Twitter. We actually had somebody tweet out to us that they were drinking one of our recommended beers. Oh, see, we're yeah, we're, so reach, we're, we're, we're we get some of some <laughs> of them reach making progress, I guess. I mean, I, I feel bad for all the all those listeners out in like Europe and stuff. If you can't get some of these yeah, cool American craft beers, to get your hands on. But keep on keeping on. Yeah, keep, keep listening. <laughs> all right. So, I feel like this episode is gonna be like Thanksgiving, where it's like, say what you're thankful for. Like, I'm thankful for this beer right now. Yeah, I mean, this. So obviously, if we, we if we like announced the news, or we just kind of like been dancing around it. Have you already stated that, like, you know, <laughs> what happened happened? Yeah, it's it's, it's no moss. Oh, okay. Not moss for this year. Let's dive into it. I wasn't it sure if you were, like, holding off to, like, announce it to everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, no, I mean, the news sucks. I mean, we're obviously not having Halloween Horror Nights this year, and I know we're going to get into it, but the first thing I just wanted to bring up is that when you read that post from from, from them, when they the one they released on their page saying, you know, it'll be back and better than ever or whatever, and they, they mentioned, at least the way I read it, sounded like, L.A. is still on the table. Oh no, they they chopped both at the same Did time. Did they? Because yeah. that post, the way the end of it read, kind of like we're still working with L.A. like the L.A. County. Well, they're they're working to get their parks open. Just oh, in general. is that what that meant? Yeah, right, I must have misread it then because yeah. it sounded like they were still kind of like intoxicated to get it open. But yeah, yeah. oh, they're yeah, they're, it's in regards to their park, just the theme park itself. Yeah, because they're gotcha. they're behind us that far. So let's talk about just kind of how it got canceled, when it got canceled, and whatnot. We heard news last week. We discussed it on Thursday that the Tribute Store would be opening on Friday. So I shot over there super, super early. Tried to get in there right around 9, 9.30 or so. And we were met, obviously, to the news that, no, the Tribute Store is not opening. So I went and just talked to the manager real quick in front of him, just tried to get a feel of what was happening. And his response was, well, just stay close to social media and keep watching. And I wasn't sure if that was in regards of the tribute store opening and then maybe dropping like an announcement and then opening the tribute store right then, which is like my optimism kicked in and I was like, Ooh, all right. Like we'll, well, I mean, we'll stick around the park for to, a little I bit. I mean, to be fair, not to cut into your story, but like they hadn't really given any indication that it wasn't happening. So your optimism wasn't misfound. I mean, they were getting ready to open up the tribute store. I mean, it felt yeah. like, all right, we're definitely going to plan something. Yeah. Something's going on. Something's going to happen. So, to be optimistic at that point, I don't think there's anything like I mean, it, there aren't any warning signs. No, no, especially with all the, everything see. was still going on, you know. And then I wasn't sure. Now, obviously, looking back and getting that text from my buddy, shot me a message of the Orlando Informer. Right. I was like, oh shit, here we go. So then, obviously, it's all over Twitter. HHN is postponed. So now, looking back, I'm curious if that guy, that manager, like knew that that information was about to go out because it was only thirty. 40 minutes prior yeah, probably so. so i don't know if he knew or not or if he was just as shocked as everybody else but essentially that's kind of how the news spread to just about everybody so i have someone that is kind of uh, their reliable source and what i kind of heard through the grapevine was that everybody was caught off guard by this news they were people were still working on different aspects whether it be you know like that that manager or so or the guy who was in front of the tribute store that you know, some people were all working towards Halloween Horror Nights, and the news just came out immediately and said, stop working, stop doing what you're doing, drop what you're doing. It's not happening this year. So it's kind of, like you said, it was they played it really close to the chest. Yeah, and they and they have to. And, it, and that happens in every industry, not just the entertainment industry. I mean, like, they don't – news like that typically doesn't get dropped Mm-mm. to even employees until they yeah, go ready to drop it. I mean, go. you got to understand, like you just said, play it to the chest. It's all PR. So they don't want news to get out before they announce it officially, and then it creates a whole big firestorm from every angle. So it makes sense that no one at the company knew that they were doing it until the last second, and then they dropped the announcement. But Yeah. So, I mean, obviously with it being pushed a year, it sucks for all of us. It sucks mm-hmm. for you know all the people that wanted to kind of – have that almost very inclusive Halloween Horror Nights here because traveling was going to be pretty light. 
So we were looking at possibly an event that was similar to the very beginning where you had those, you know, groups sectioned off to go through the houses. You can kind of move around a little bit more freely with less people. Yeah. That, I mean, um, that event's not going to probably be here ever because obviously next year. Yeah. As long as everything is back on the up and up. Somewhat back to normal. I mean, I don't think, and again, this is more of a discussion just for <laughs> the way the science works and stuff. I mean, who knows if it's ever going to really be the same as it was before. Yeah. Eventually, I, w- I mean, I'm fingers crossed that eventually things will start to look up again next year at some point so hopefully it goes on as planned as it would normally but yeah it's it 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 sucks it i mean i'm bummed but at the same time i did say that i that i was at least feeling that there was still a 20 percent chance that it was going to happen yeah i mean there's no guarantees especially with covid and unfortunately whether people in florida want you to believe it or not we are still a hot zone and we're probably the worst state right now in the country when it comes oh, to yeah, COVID because sure. nobody here seems to pay attention to science. They only pay attention to what their leaders tell them. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, because of that, I mean, I have a feel. I, I would, ha- I would want to believe that if the numbers hadn't skyrocketed the way they did here, that they'd still be having it. Yeah. Like the only reason they decided to cancel is that we've been, you know, we've been hitting numbers like upwards of 10 to 12,000 a yeah. day of new cases. So, so yeah, who knows what would have happened if yeah, who knows those numbers if weren't as people, spiked, if we didn't right. open up as if we had that extra month or so, like right, most exactly. states, I mean, who some knows? states are, are still just opening now. And I think if, you know, yeah. if that were the case, you know, right. who knows, but. You know, thoughts, Neither here nor there. Yeah, all of our thoughts definitely go out to all of the, yeah, anyone that's affected. By you know, work, the actual workers. <laughs> right. Obviously, we're disappointed and bummed, but that's we get a it. whole different aspect. You know, for job loss, all the characters that mm-hmm. were you know literally being casted up until that day. Yep. That said, oh, by the way, yeah, you we, actually I mean, don't have. We want to. We 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 do con- uh, sincerely hope that nobody's job is affected by this. Yeah. I mean, obviously, COVID's terrible, and we don't want people to get COVID. But at the same time, we don't want people that were banking on this thing to happen to hang on to their job at, yeah. at, at so universal hopefully so hopefully there isn't going to be any more negativity that comes out of it yeah yeah our you know our thoughts go out to anybody that's affected by this in one way or the other so let's kind of get into i guess a little bit this is all going to be speculation at this point but what do you think the ultimate deciding factor was of kind of shutting it down was it money coming in versus money out do you think it was pressure from the state do you think it was no I, well but you want I mean, it, could be a, it could be a couple <laughs> as, different things i guess but nothing you to know. do with the state i mean the state of florida does not care they to them the covid isn't a big deal yeah. but that's, that's that's neither here nor here and that's kind of why i was so surprised because well we kind of turn a blind eye to it and i figured that would just be the case again. the problem is i think this is why covid got so political is that there is a specific half of the country that does look at it like it's a hoax or look at it like it's, well, it's not that big of a deal. And unfortunately the state of Florida kind of falls into that camp to them. It's like, Oh, it's, it's not a big deal. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter what your beliefs are. The science disagrees with you. Yeah. Numbers are numbers. Um, So I don't think it was canceled because of the state pressuring them. I think what it was is universal said, look, this virus isn't going away. It's not just going to disappear overnight. Like some people want it to. And we, for the safety of our employees and for the safety of our guests, you just, just doesn't make any sense to have the event, especially an event like that. We have been talking about it for the last couple of weeks yeah. is that that event, Halloween Horror Nights is, is such a condensed event. And I'm not saying that like it's, it's super overcrowded, but when it does on a busy night, I mean, yeah. like I said, they're, they're funneling people through those houses in tight and closed spaces without much airflow. So it makes total sense that, listen, we can't control the, we can't exactly control the number of people that show up. Like, that's the thing. Like, even if they controlled the number of people that could come in, how do they do that? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's hard enough trying to keep people, the numbers down just to go to the theme park during the day. But when it comes to like the Halloween Horror Nights thing, at what point do you cut off the numbers? Like yeah. you say after the first thousand people, you shut it down to like people yeah. leave and, and then, then at, like let people trickle in. And then at that point, all the money you've put into building, all the money you're paying right. people, so, you're yeah. capping yourself. I mean, I'm with you that there's definitely a money factor to it. Like they probably weren't. My thought would be that they, the more I think about it, the, my theory about the BOGO event was just to see what was the response. How yeah. many how many BOGO tickets are we going to sell in how, how many, many did, days? How many actually went out? And maybe they just didn't sell enough. Yeah. And they felt, you know what? We're just we're not going to make enough. Yeah, it's not that the attention or the the want to go there is not there. It's just most people realistically can't come. Right. And that's and that's it. I think I think the I think 
between a lot of states, especially in the Northeast, that are basically saying if you leave the state and go somewhere, <laughs> that, one of the hot yeah. zones, you're going to be locked down. Don't for two go weeks, near the cell. And you ha- have to be tested. I'm sure that has controlled some of it. Yeah, I mean, because I think Massachusetts put in a like Mass is $500 a day fine yeah, if, you if you don't, don't get self quarantine or self-quarantined. test. So, yeah, I think that's a huge issue with it. I think, I think also just being a you know, the 30th is a huge, huge thing. And for, I mean, what would you say? 80% of the actual fans wouldn't be able to attend an event. You know, I mean, I don't know what an actual figure is, but you're looking at just Florida. It would would go. Yeah. It would depend on the number of people that they foresaw coming just from the state. Cause the thing is, is again, with the way everything is right now, I did not see that many people coming from out of state. No, maybe from the other Southern states driving in, but like no one was coming down from the Northeast or from the West coast. No, North. I mean, very, very few, if that. It's not, and they're gonna not. They wouldn't have been able to experience right. And, and a big event. I, I know, actually have to kind of give. I have to commend Universal a little bit because, like, let's say they go on with it. They go on with the event. It's the 30th anniversary. It's a big, big deal. Mm-hmm. And then half, three, thir- uh, three fourths of your fan base can't even come. Yeah, like it's a that's slap not slap in the face. Yeah, that kind of sucks. So I think like everything should just kind of say, you know what? Let's. It's a big deal. Let's save it for next year when. We can well, just be open and not have to worry about controlling numbers and controlling people wearing masks and all that stuff. And enjoy it then. Right, enjoy it in exactly. Its, in its full form that it was supposed to be because it was going to be a, a different event. It wasn't going to be the same. It was definitely going to have no, they were social throw some distancing at us, issues yeah. and stuff like that. And then that's kind of some information as well. So let's kind of dive into like what was it going to look like realistically from a person, again, like a little reliable source that they had mentioned that scare zones was going to be very much kind of like that hellbilly deluxe where they had stages, they have barriers and kind of like they do currently. Like I went over to universal and in front of Mel's dining, they had the barrier up and they had like Scooby and all the right. shaggy and all them just like, you know, waving and dancing on yeah, stage. Yeah, But you can't go up to them. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So you have to stay, not even just stay away, but they kind of have barriers and that's essentially what scare zones were going to look like. The positive side of it, is they were going to take up much more space. Uh, more of the park would have been occupied by like horror nights and right. scares and stuff. So maybe that's that'd be something cool that we can bring into next year. Maybe without obviously the barriers and stages and being distant, but being able to kind of expand scare zone so it's more of a right. And they also having park. you want to talk about money. They have to make sure that it's worth the money. Yeah, they can't for go. people to come. I mean, that sounds like a great idea, but if like if the majority of the park was going to be scare zones and no horror houses, how can you justify telling someone to spend seventy, eighty dollars a ticket just to come in and see that? Well, know? it was it was going to be so they still had all the houses, these scare zones. The idea of that was just to kind of spread the scare zones out, so you didn't oh. have so many people. Oh, I see what you're saying. Smashed now. into one little area. I got you. So that makes sense. I mean, it it, it was a good idea. Yeah, but I think it, but. <laughs> Again, even at night and in dark houses and in dark scare zones, or darkened scare zones. I mean, you really can't control people wearing their masks or not. They have oh, a hard enough time after you know drinking all night and right. you know, horror nights is not a sober event. No, and it's the same thing with like the bars and stuff. Like people go to bars. You think people in bars are drinking and being responsible yeah, and keeping their masks on and shit? On. Like, no, of course they're not. It's not happening. So it's the same thing with this. I mean, there's no way you're going to get everybody to it. I mean, during the day when the theme park is open, it's hard enough to get people to like actually follow the rules. Yeah, the amount of people that are walking around with the damn mask hanging below their nose, like yeah. basically hanging off their chin, like that's helping them. When I was over at the uh, tribute store in line, this you know snotty little girl was walking around with her face mask off. and Right, exactly. You know, one of the universal people were, you know, they were right on and they're like, hey, can you put your mask on? You know, she just kind of walks around with that little not like that little nose in the air attitude and then you know disgruntled right. just kind of slowly like, puts it on just her mouth and you like, know what i mean to be honest with you face, don't t- don't take this as like <laughs> we're we're like scolding anybody that doesn't wear a mask you, know, you don't want to wear a mask you don't wear a mask it is what it is but that's your choice yeah. um and it's your choice to harm everybody that you're close to yeah. but that's besides the point at that point don't go to places yeah. that require it right you yeah. don't get to yeah, or, yeah, exactly, but I don't know, or do you, at that point, you don't have a right to tell someone else, like, that owns a business, to say, yeah, hey, you, if if my rule is to wear a mask when you come in here, that's and it. you're not going to wear a mask, that's the rule, yeah, don't come is, in, if, I mean, this is mine, right. I own it, like, I'm not saying you have to wear a mask, you you can be maskless, just stand out there and look at everybody else in here with masks on, yeah. you can stare and watch everybody, I mean, that's, it's like Cartman Land from so, South Park, right, <laughs> trying to control that would have been a hassle, a hassle and a half, and I think, it's hard. I mean, it's hard enough for the scare, for the people that aren't scare actors that work it normally, and getting people to like pay attention to the rules, Just don't run, in behave in general, like 
keep going to the houses, like telling people like me to stop stopping and looking yeah, at everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard enough to do that, let alone keep everybody wearing masks yeah, and stuff. So. And social distance. And it's and it would have been a lot of kind of on the guests. Right. And, and to be honest with you, if I'm universal, my first priority is my employees. Yeah. Like yep. making it, sure that there's I mean, right. I mean, if, if, if the safest option for me and my employees is to just not have the event, then we don't have the event. Yeah. And then obviously the safety of others that come in, the guests and stuff like that obviously are important too. But that's my first thing. And then the second thing is like, what is the guest experience like? You know, what are we going to do to control it? So yeah, I, I think if they actually had it, you're right. Larger scare zones, try to funnel people in a certain way that keeps everybody distanced. But at the end of the day, there's only so much you can do to yeah. keep people, especially Americans, to keep Americans <laughs> to do certain things. A Tell certain them way. to do one thing. So let's talk a little bit before we kind of dive into our thoughts of what's going to happen in the future. Let's talk about stuff that's kind of happening right now with that tribute store. So the tribute store is opened. I did go over and visit it. I, I think it not. was on Mon- Tuesday. Tuesday it opened. So I yeah, you went the day it opened. Well, you yeah. went Friday, didn't you? Well, I went Friday and then, and then it, it didn't open. open and, and then you went the and, other day. And then when I saw the news, I was actually... Yesterday, wasn't it? T- Tuesday, two days ago. Well, today's Wednesday, so oh, it was yesterday. Yes, yesterday. <laughs> it's been a long couple days. Well, I'm already... I, yeah, <laughs> you lose track of time when you're at home all the time. So, yes, it was Tuesday. Um, I went over, and there was a little line, obviously. You can kind of pick out from City Walk who was going there to go for the tribute store. You can mm-hmm. see old... HHN merch, or you can just see just different like Halloween themed tattoos, and yeah. you could pick out in the crowd who was there to go see the Minions ride, or who was going to get some HHN merch. Right. So we waited a little bit. We got in. Obviously, the entrance hasn't changed too much, but how bad was the line? It wasn't too bad. We were probably ten to twelve people back, and it probably took ten minutes. And that or was so. on a Tuesday, so I wonder what the weekend will be like. I, do, I mean, I haven't personally gone over yet, but I do want to go over this weekend or at least later in the week and yeah, check out some of the stuff. I want to get a couple of the t-shirts. So. Definitely something that you need to at least go to. Like, it's almost like a uh, cleansing of the soul. You know, it's well. I mean, it, it's gets you, it gets you halfway. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't put that up just for the sake of putting it up. I mean, they, like Nick was saying, we have heard through the grapevine through rumors that they had a lot of things already in the process of being built or were built. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, like that, that store was going up regardless yeah, that whether was, the decision was made or not. So, yeah. So, I mean, talking about stuff that was built supposedly again from somebody that I've talked to that has some information is that the, the houses are 85% done, if not more at this point, because they, I mean, the event was a go in a couple of weeks. Yeah. You're not going to just be able to, you can't just slam yeah, this all those houses up all together over this, one night. This was a discuss. this was a decision made by, uh, through discussions with obviously the big wigs and they probably had these discussions over the course of a couple of days. And then they made the final call and said, listen, the numbers aren't going down. It's yeah. already Pulling. the end of July. They probably had, they probably told, probably told themselves that if we don't have decent case numbers by the time, you know, August rolls around, we're pulling the plug, yeah. regardless of where we're at. We yeah. can always just do these over again next year. And that's mm-hmm. we'll probably talk about it a little bit in a few minutes. But like next year, yeah, I'm, What's I coming? can only imagine it's going to be the same thing they had planned this year, just a year later. Just yeah, a little adjusted. But so in that tribute store, obviously you jump into that front spot, the uh, first little section. It's all the Frankenstein's lab, and again, all that a lot of that merch was similar that you would find throughout the park you have a lot of like the universal monster bride like leggings and just the typical store merch that you can find over by like the uh, makeup show and stuff like that the hard makeup show so nothing crazy new uh there was obviously for me it seemed like there was a heavy amount of bride stuff so that kind of kind of confirms that the bride house was probably going to be a thing because i mean i can't imagine them just having a universal monsters house again with just yeah, I, a well, repeat. You're right, exactly. And the fact that chances are you're right. It, it if 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 it focused heavily on the bride again, I haven't been over there yet, so I gotta go see it. But there yeah, was, if yeah. it's if it's a lot of bride stuff, then it, we can there was a lot of shirts that were bride oriented and stuff like right, that. Right. So, so it makes it makes sense. That room was kind of more my, my walkthrough room. It was cool, but it was essentially just to wait to get into the Jack's Carnival themed room, which was right. awesome. So in there, obviously you walk in, there's a lot of pumpkins everywhere, and then there's Jack as a, you know, stand-in mannequin kind of deal in the middle as a centerpiece. And up on the tops, there were banners of all different icons. So this, I would say, confirms that we were going to get, obviously, the icons. 
Now, what I don't know is if this confirms just the if this just proves what icons we would have seen, or if there were some missing that weren't on the poster and they would have been in the event. But regardless, the ones in the poster is we have the caretaker, we have the director, we have the usher, we have the storyteller, we have Jack, and then we have two more that were on both corners, and they were kind of more hidden than others. We had Eddie, okay, who was one that during our icons talk yeah, we, we kind of talked about that. They didn't really have much about him, right? Yeah, so we kind of didn't think he'd be surfacing, but seems like if that's the it, case, he's on the poster. And then the other one that you actually said would probably you could see it happening. I didn't agree. Fear is there. Is he on it? So he's on the very very top left corner. Yeah, and that was only because. Judging by the story, like how you explain the story of fear to me, mm-hmm. only made sense that he would appear in some way mm-hmm. or fashion. Now, this is on a poster. We don't know, obviously, from a hole in the head whether it's actually going to be something involved in the in, in the park. But if he's on the poster. Yeah, and then, I mean, I mean, they could change it. Obviously, they got the time now to change it. But if this was the poster the, or banner or whatever that's in the room that was going up, that we were going to be seeing these faces. They wouldn't have just thrown fear or any on there just to not give it to us, if that makes sense. But that's no, kind of what I yeah, took from that. I mean, uh, right. And, and to be honest with you, I, like I just said it, I, I don't think if you've, if you've put 80, 80 to 85% of work into houses, there's no way that they're just going to turn around and redo everything for next year. No. I, my guess is that they're probably just going to use the, use the following year to maybe even make – actually, it's kind of exciting because they may take what they had already built and make it even better. Yeah, there's there's – a lot of tweaking that they could right. do and stuff like that. I mean, we might get a better animatronic character. Mm-hmm. Or we might get a better like movie-style prop or something yeah. like that. Then there was a another poster inside of that uh, Jack's room that says, Gasp in awe, be astonished by the terrifying horror. Tribute store has more to come still. A secret room awaits you coming soon. Oh, that's cool. So I don't know if that was a poster that was put up before you know everything kind of got shut down and yeah and maybe this third store would have been opened when horror night starts so as not to spoil whatever is in that third room yeah i don't know if that was put up with the intention of still opening it even though knowing right. now obviously it's it's not happening what do you think would it, what, what, what do you think that would have been i think that third room would have been beetlejuice it's a good, oriented it's a good thought yeah it's a big it's a very strong property just kind of like ghostbusters had a themed room last year right it's a very strong stranger things that universal already has kind of props for right that they've done all that stuff before and it kind of i think is one of the i think it's the most recognizable ip that they had yeah well that's definitely it's it's the ip that i think was going to draw fans i mean that's what people were going to show up for was the was the house beetlejuice house that's kind of like the ip that would would have pulled people in yeah, I mean that's, that's that's a good thought. I mean, I I could see that being the case. I mean, I also part of me also thinks that maybe it was kind of done after the fact, or they knew because they knew that chances are they were gonna pull it. That maybe they're gonna add a secondary room. Yeah. Just for the just to make up for the fact that there's no Halloween Horror Nights tonight. Yeah. Who knows? I, I mean, it could be anything. But yeah. you're, I mean, that, that makes sense. I think your idea is actually pretty good. I mean, it probably will be something specific to Beetlejuice or specific to one of the other properties that they have as a yeah. house. And I'm not sure now if that means they're going to remodel it or if they're going to, you know, I don't, I think they're still yeah, figuring out what they're going to do now. I don't think I mean, anyone they, there has they the announced answers. that they're going to keep the store up all, all season. Yes. So they, they did. did, they did say that the store is going to be up and running throughout the fall. I mean, they obviously have enough merch backpiled and back. Oh, right. For a I mean, they've probably been printing season. merch for like a year yeah. now. So they're going to have to change all those shirts. And so 30 years, 30 fears, that's going to be 31 years, 30 fears. Well, <laughs> I think what they'll probably do is we want to we want to talk kind of like what's going to happen next year. But like you're right, they probably will print new stuff for next year. With that's kind of cheeky and plays on the idea that well, it's our 30th anniversary and our 31st year. Yeah. But it, it'll be tastefully done. It'll be something where it's like you know maybe I, I could even see them saying like taking the regular logo they have right now with like 30 and 30 and 30 or something like that and Just like cross out one out. of the 30s yeah. and put 31 or something like that'd that. Be, that'd be fun to do. And obviously they're going to have to reprint. If they have anything with with the year on it, yeah, H H N twenty twenty. I mean, year. what would be kind of cool too is like they kind of retheme it a little bit, where it's like Jack gets a hold of a time machine or some shit. Bill and Ted. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like brings us back a year or something like that, or they're, brings forward the haunts from last year. They're absolutely. I, I can say it, I'm. They're obviously going to comment on it. I think. 
Yeah, for sure. And I think they're going to tie it into the storyline for next year with, you know, whether Jack shows up in a TV spot with a mask on and and scolds everybody for not following yeah. the rules. Right. Something along those lines that it's going to play a part in the story for sure. I right. just don't know in what capacity yet. Obviously, it's only five days out from realizing we're not going to have it, and it still hasn't fully sank in yet. It'll sink in in you know, September and October when I have nothing to do after Sunday football and Thursday nights and stuff like that. Yeah, well, that's another discussion in itself. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, again, I'm not – like, it sucks, but I'm not super broken up about it only because I knew – I kind of knew it was going to happen. I kind of – not that I knew anything, but, like, I just – You were back ready of, for in it. In the back of my mind, I was already prepared for my for it. They were going to announce that they weren't going to have it. And I was kind of hoping that, no, well, it seems like they're still going full yeah, steam ahead. All so. signs pointed to it, so – So let's get into kind of what we think is going to happen throughout the year. Post this, what's going to happen to those houses, the ideas? Do you think we're keeping the exact – so, again, Uh, according to that inside source or whatever, that last speculation map was pretty Pretty damn accurate. Pretty damn accurate. So what you're saying is that those dudes, they either know somebody, know something, or they're just really, really good prognosticators. So what I I learned from – our discussion was the potential, I don't want to say a leaker, the way they could get information was more than likely through the third parties that help with the construction. Oh, true. So obviously Universal creates these ideas. But they have builders that they And they have third party builders and, and stuff like that. And, and that's sense. pretty much where potentially more of the information can come out through drops yeah i mean they have to kind of imagine that that's going to happen yeah because i i wouldn't believe a universal team member somebody that's high up enough to know all of the information i don't think would be the person responsible for giving it away so you know it it more than likely would be one of those third-party builder kind of things yeah where you know whether it's you know carpenters or whatever it's interesting that like if that was the case because like some of the ones like when they said they had the map it said secret IP on it like so who gave them like how, what information did they get to make to, for them to make the determination that it's a yeah. secret IP like yeah, did the builder get like did, did they get plans that just might, say like secret they might have all the plans that say like all of yeah I, I, honestly you're I don't know your guess is as good as mine because I mean, they have some IP maybe they have some IP names yeah, maybe. Like, oh, this is definitely haunting a hell house this is Beetle just and they're like because this one doesn't have a full name right because I mean Universal if they're anything like Disney even though they hire third party like they control what gets who gets what information so it's yeah. like whatever information they're giving the builders in the build and if the builders or whoever on the build team or the organization is leaking that information to somebody else they'll find out it's well like, the thing is it's like universal has to assume that that's going to happen yeah like you Once have you to release when, that information when you, when, yeah when, when you there. work in the entertainment industry or any industry to be for that matter if you have something that you're working on that you don't want the public to know you have to have control over that information so if that much information is getting out then they they probably know it's going to happen and it, it, for yeah. them it's kind of a fun little game yeah see how much they can kind of maybe change would, up on yeah, them or i'd have to believe it yeah so, so, what kinda, you, so what do you think do you think that like you know the houses are going to change at all i think the majority i would say probably 90 to 95 percent stay the same i would agree with that i think obviously on that last speculation map the only scare zone that was talked about was creep show right so, so the all the scare, scare zones, zones are then, completely blank yeah, they're so up, nobody they're, knows anything they're up in the air the but those seem to be easy to put together yeah and those are and, you know and at that point once they have everything constructed you you need less third party for that right. because and you're you gotta, not building structures right exactly and the thing is with the houses people may not realize it but those houses they're not just constructed and thrown up in a building they have to it's like any building project they have to draft everything up cad all of the internal components the structures themselves make sure the facades they fit in a certain way so those they're carefully planned so like if they have stuff built for those houses, chances are they're not going to just start from the bottom and rebuild new houses. With, with everything so close to being finished, I can't imagine them dumping, you know, yeah, essentially two no project budgets into one year and hope that they break even. Because the amount of money is astronomical for what right. they would have to put in for two different events. Right. No, they're going to, I mean, they may throw some curveballs and throw a couple extra things in, in here and there but they're not going to change what the houses mm-hmm. they've already planned they're going to just redo everything for next year so i think yeah i think i think the originals are the easiest to stay the same 
obviously we're going to get the icon's house i would assume still an anniversary house we have that pumpkin one i i hope that that stays i hope the mannequin theater stays the same yeah because all those sound really cool those are i'm just so so curious like as to what those are now the tricky thing is the ips now i don't know exactly how they work I don't know. Yeah, how does the licensing work with Ex- that? Because exactly. certain ones, if they're not universal properties, they have to license the property. If it's not used so, for that year, do they say, you know what? My guess, pull would, it. my guess is, I mean, remember these are they're ever evolving, and it's not like they're dealing with robots; they're dealing with people. So yeah. what they'll do is they'll just work it out with their, you know, with the legal, and they'll say, you know, hey, obviously this year is an extenuating circumstance. Can we extend the IP lease or the IP whatever the it is, contract or whatever? Right, yeah. I mean, and I'm sure that people will work with them. I mean, I can only imagine that for the most part, people are coming together because of yeah. this whole pandemic. <laughs> so if they if they do need to extend the leases on, on any of these properties, they can they can do so. Because is Beetlejuice? It's not Universal, or the, is it Universal? I Universal has the show. I don't know if they own the rights for right, or if it's just outsourced. Right, because so. it's like Nickelodeon. I don't think like yeah. they have the SpongeBob stuff, but I don't believe Universal owns SpongeBob. Nickelodeon. Yeah, I think it's the same with the Marvel characters. Even yeah, I think Beetlejuice is safe. Beetlejuice is definitely going to happen. I think that one's a yes. regardless because of how extravagant the set could be. Right. I'm sure, obviously, that's mostly done. It's the others and that it's are probably I think that I'm... really extravagant, and those probably cost a lot. Right. I so I, I, think, I think we can say without we we can say with with ninety percent confidence, Beetlejuice will retain will be retained as well as Universal Monsters one. Correct. Um, I would say I would say Billie Eilish is. Billie Eilish is pretty in. safe because, she, again, she's a Universal Music Group artist. She's been working with them for a while now. Yeah. I, I can only imagine that she's been putting a lot she, of time into it. She likes it. the event just as much as the next person. So, right. I don't, so she would not be she'll the have person a house to say, year. well, you only had it for 2020, not 2020. She would not be that person no, just and plus the thing is, is she's taking a shot out on it. She, I would consider her an original. She's not yeah. even really an IP necessarily. Yeah, that's a weird. Just because it's like she's a, a musical category. artist, but like – it's not like Rob Zombie, where Rob Zombie had specific IP that he had written and created, yeah. and then they licensed that to make a house out of mm-hmm. it. I think with her, it's a little different. It's yeah. her original idea. So she's safe. I think the ones we not necessarily have to worry about that, but could change is obviously The Haunting of Hill House. That's what I was thinking. That's probably the one that I think everyone has to worry about if that. you were concerned about it to begin with, only because I don't know how that, how the Netflix licensing works. No, and I want to say that they wouldn't be sticklers, but I have a yeah, feeling I that doubt they- it could be I, I for me i don't know i'm not even sure it's so much like i'm sure netflix would work with them yeah i almost be more worried about like at what point does that fall out of the zeitgeist like at what point does the culturally does like it not matter anymore and no one cares about it and that's and what they i have to change up the and that's what i think might happen because i think the the haunting of bly manor the season two is supposed to still be coming out in the fall yeah so once oh, well, okay so that might but I, that's still a year removed from right and remember, we also have, and that's a whole different season of it. So it's like a callback for three years ago. At the you know come how come yeah, Far it depends. I, mean, I didn't know there was a second season coming out, so shame on me for not knowing that. But if that's the case, then I could see them still finding a way to bring it in. I mean, like it's obviously going to be back into the cultural discussion. But the other thing I was thinking about is that they're still full bore planning. Uh, Candyman in October. So October October sixteenth yep. is a release date for Candyman. We were saying earlier that we thought that would be a, that could that could be a, a yep. case for the secret IP, mm-hmm. but because it's such a new movie and it would be so close that there's no reason Maybe they would it do work it prior out. To, to the movie coming mm-hmm. out. Now that the movie would be, would have been out almost a year, let's see. You never know. I th- yeah, I with Haunting a Hill House, I think that has probably like a sixty percent chance of staying. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I hope I think that's that gone. is gone. That, I, mean, it, I, I, I hope so. Going in the trash. I hope I, so, but we'll it really see. it really felt like because we discussed the potential reasonings of it happening. You know, when were the movies out? We tried to draw some kind of connection to it. It was a safe property, and exactly, I think it was just it's easy. I think with everything changing so fast that it was one of those things that could, they could call up. It's like a late night booty call. It's like. Hey, Texas Chainsaw, you want to show up? It's 2 a.m. I mean, rolling I mean, up. That's a good question as to who owns Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, is that a new line property yeah. or whatever? But, yeah, that's exactly what that they was. They just needed a house they to needed, fill. They needed, they needed to fill a house because my guess is they had something planned and it dropped because of COVID. I think so. They said, like, you're not going to have a, a house thing this year, mm-hmm. so we're going to pull out or whatever for whatever And reason. they just kind of threw that in. That's the other thing, too. Like, maybe Universal doesn't necessarily rent the, like, the license, or license the property. Maybe they go into a partnership with some of these people. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And like the, if they pull out of the partnership, well, there it goes. Because I can't imagine that some of these properties are cheap, no. especially the Netflix stuff. Oh, Netflix is gonna. And Netflix um, is gonna take as much as they can from you because yeah, Netflix already has a pretty rough business model to begin with. So they're yeah. always you playing think, in the yeah. red. You think they're gonna just give their golden goose of Stranger Things out for you know for nothing? That's just not gonna happen. So I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I I would say, is more than likely on that chopping block. So it looks like it's owned by. Vortex Productions or Bryanston Distributing Company or something like that. So yeah, it's obviously not Universal, but my guess is they're just a they're a small production company or a small distribution yeah. company. And they're like, yeah, give us like a hundred like, grand. We'll oh, take you want to use Texas Chainsaw yeah, for the please use it. Time? Please use Here, it. Take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was that. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Leatherface. You said it before. He's he's a good character. It was a good movie. He's really easy. Yeah. You just stick a bunch of dudes in, in leather face masks with chainsaws. Which leads me to believe that the house, because this was the most last minute... Become a scare zone? Would either... Well, the house... I think that they probably had a lot of props already. Oh, of course. So that house was mostly recycled. I think that because of how late it was added, it probably was one of the least completed houses. Probably. And even if it was already 100% complete... Being just the Hewitt house is one of the easiest ones. To yeah, they're not re- going to lose a whole lot if they don't do it again. Yeah, you can repurpose that into a – you can just turn it into an original if you want and just change up a little bit of the scenery mm-hmm. and you wouldn't know the difference. Yep. So you mentioned Candyman. Obviously, in October 2021, we were getting Halloween Kills. That's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask when the new one was. So there's a couple things that shifted, obviously, with movies and everything. So that would be coming out towards the end of that HHN season. But again, it's not something that hasn't really happened before. We get The Conjuring 3 in June 2021. So it comes out that summer before the 30th. So that could be something that sneaks its way in. Again, if Haunting of Hill House drops or if Texas Chainsaw is out, a Conjuring 3 could kind of just replicate a haunted house, haunted manor. You can kind of stylize it that way. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about... problem is, is that there's so many variables we don't know what's still coming out what's still in production because there was they could get bumped again too i I hate to say it and you're gonna want to throw something at me but there (laughs) was a stranger things season four planned yeah so if that could push back a year and it it could plans to be released in 2020 who knows they could end up doing stranger things again i forget when that i think it was originally supposed to come come out this year yeah december i think it was supposed to be like a december release like christmas year or something Mm -hmm. like that yeah but again yeah and you know who knows that could I mean, I I don't want another. Yeah, but I mean, if, if the IP's out there and it makes sense for the year, you think they're not gonna take Stranger Things if, if no, Netflix exactly. is like, hey, you yeah, know, we got Stranger Things, we got Stranger Things on the table for you if you want to pull back on. Especially Haunting if they're House. worried about like be taking. I don't know why they'd be worried about this, but taking a year off is it going to affect sales numbers going into next year? And who knows? Because yeah. the thing is, even if we have a working vaccine or not working, but we have a vaccine, people take it and think that they're totally fine, and then everything else and you know, it's all right, good. So then I'm, you know, we're, we're back to normal. So let's have it again. There's still a lot of people that are going to be like, eh, I'm not sure I'm ready to go out to big, large crowds yeah. yet. Like I'm going to give it another year, but yeah, I mean, you want to draw. If there's another stranger things coming out. That's, that's, that's a draw. Yeah. And that's, you know, I, I'm sure that it'll kind of be like that Billy Eilish syndrome again. When that news dropped, it was, you know, everyone was like, no, 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 no. I was kind of included in that. It'd be like <laughs> it would be like Stranger Things again, where it's like, no, like just give me something. Yeah, I give want, me something, you want something different that new. I, you know, selfishly, give me something I want. Me, right. this is my event. Right, exactly. <laughs> you, you feel kind of like you feel that way a little bit, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I think I'd say seventy percent of the houses that were planned are still in play yeah. for next year, and then there's a thirty percent or so that. Yeah, it's you just might such change. a big money issue thing where it's, you're not going to scrap all this. Stuff exactly. that you've spent money on, time keep on. Keep in mind, you've also paid a bunch of third parties to build some to of this build, stuff. Yeah. And like, you're going to just throw that away. Yeah, and that's going to hurt the third parties too because next year, right. they're not that's building not anything. I mean, essentially. I mean, I, I think I think for my own personal... I, I would rather them lose one or two of the IPs and just have more originals. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I they mean, took, I get that IPs are what draw people in, but I, I actually enjoy the, the original stuff a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what we think next year. What HHN 30 in 2021 is going to look like, realistically. Realistically? Gonna, yeah, I mean, are we going to have social distancing? Yeah. Are we going to have all that stuff I, still, you think? I would, well. I, I 
The only reason I want to say that, no, we're going to pretend like everything is fine and hunky-dory and normal is because we live in Florida. And unfortunately, <laughs> Florida has already... We're already there. Yeah, we're already <laughs> treating it like nothing's, nothing's happening. So... Yeah, I think it'll be just yeah. it'll go on as normal. I mean, I, I mean, at, unless there's a huge outbreak again, at our at our rate in Florida by October or September 2021, everybody will have already been infected. So well, it seems <laughs> that way. I mean, it seems like now it's, like, it's only a matter of when. But you're right. I mean, I I want to believe that no, there will still be some level of distancing. There will still be some level of I mean, not necessarily everyone wearing masks, but at least like. Some level of hey, we're gonna try to just spread people out, make sure we're not going kind of crazy yeah, with the but, amount of people. Hey, but, remember how we didn't have this event last year? Yeah, let's kind of keep that in mind while you're. Yeah, I, I would hope so, but I don't. I don't think it'll happen. I think it'll be just like it I was last be, year. It'll yeah. be just as normal. I think it'll be normal. I think we'll be. The only I think thing it'll that we recommended to right. Wear the only thing that would change it is if like the numbers of people dying of this disease stay consistent between now and next year. Yeah, which. Uh, I'm not trying to scare people, but anything can happen. Yeah, I mean, anything. Back in March, when they said, "Right, they hey, told go hide for two weeks. This will all be okay." Yeah, well, and here we are in August talking yeah, about right, it. Right, even before that, and talking like, "Oh, it'll never come here." Well, guess what? Here it is. So, yeah, I wouldn't take anything with a grain of salt. I would take everything that they say. Don't believe everything you hear, <laughs> because who knows? Anything can happen. But yes, I do think that as of right now, as long as everything seems to kind of die down a little bit going into next year. It'll happen as normal. Yeah, I I would like to believe as you that everything will kind of be back. I won't say a okay, but I think it'll be a normal horror nights event. I don't think a large issue will be social distancing. I don't think the lines will be staged out a ridiculous amount. I think masks may be recommended, and I think in regards to social distancing, that's what's going to happen. Are they going to go all out for this? Uh, I don't want to say cancellation but postpone it are they going to give us more scare zones are they going to give us more houses are they going to i don't think they're going to well expand on that at all i i would have to believe that i actually think that they will plan something extra i mean i don't know how much space they have the ha- yeah. half the problem is space they obviously can't use the simpsons side because simpsons and that whole thing won't happen who knows by the by, by next year they, the simpsons could be gone too as if you know Daddy Disney decides to come down and say you can't <laughs> yeah. use them anymore. But, yeah, I, I, I think that eventually we'll hear some things about maybe having an extra house or two, which would be, I think, really cool Yeah, if I'm, they can find the space for it. Houses? But I can't see why they wouldn't be able to. I mean, all they do is they put up a lot of those, like, they just build a couple more of those tents. And There is another house location space. I forget exactly where it was, but that's currently not used for the event and mm-hmm. they kind of shift between a couple of them. Yeah. So do I see them investing a little bit more um, just to build another house? I think it comes down to our kind of previous talk was how much is staying the same, same versus whatever. If they added a whole nother house, I, I think that would make sense. Obviously you don't want to keep dibbing, you know, digging deep into your pockets to kind of shell out for this event that hasn't happened. But I think if it's not a house, I think that, they expand the scare zones like we talked about previously. Yeah, that could but happen But they too. expand it with more I would actors need, I mean, or more even what scenery. I would do too is, and I, would, I mean, I would, have, I would have expected this to happen at some point anyways this year. I mean, if she's going to have a house, Billie Eilish is obviously going to be there in some capacity at mm-hmm. some point, like whether it's opening night or it's, you know, she'll she, make an appearance. She comes in. I mean, she has to, I mean, I can only imagine if they're putting her house here, yeah. she'll be here. So, Maybe have maybe try to pull some actual celebrities over mm-hmm. and actually make appearances. I know it's tough because they don't want to do it, but yeah. you know you never know. Have you know, have Robert England come? Yeah, I mean you have, have the, you, you know, have the Stranger Kid thing, yeah. uh, Stranger Things kids go through. Right, I yeah, mean the people from us go through their right. house and stuff. I like mean, that. and I don't mean just like do that, film it, and then be like, hey, look, we had so and so here. Mm-hmm. Isn't that awesome? Like, no, I mean like physically have, I don't know, you know, Sheriff Hopper. Be yeah. there one night or something like that, and actually get to do like somewhat of a meet and greet or something like that. Not necessarily like a huge long line. I like, don't do any like. I mean, they probably have to, but I I would prefer them not to do like a autograph line all that shit. But just have them like kind of be there, and you can just yeah, you know, it'd be cool. You just like opening night, have certain like, have people be there. I mean, I don't know if you like could do that. Blowout. Yeah. Otherwise, depending I mean, on the state of how everything is at. But. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But I mean, if it's. 
it's your 30th anniversary and it was postponed because of some global pandemic, I mean, yeah, you're going to kind of have to go you all gotta out. Give a, right? You have to give something for the fans. Especially so, since you've got a whole other year, we got to wait. Yeah, and they and, and again, on the, on the plus side, they have a whole other year of kind of perfecting and tweaking. And, well, you know, I don't know how much – it's kind of a catch-22 because you have the time. Right. But I don't know if you're going to want to pay somebody to spend the time to continue working, you know. Then you're paying two years worth of salary for one work, but does it pay off? I it think might. it would. I mean, I don't know if it. They may not have to spend as much money as they did this year on it. Like if they're if all they're doing is taking what they have and tweaking it, because mm-hmm. you got to understand a lot of these companies what they do is they budget things in for the year. So like going into next year, they will have an additional budget for Halloween Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. And they'll have everything that's retained from last year, so they don't have to spend as much on new build. Yeah, and they're saving all the money on what it would have cost to right. actually run. I mean, have we heard? Are they, the are they refunding all the Bogo stuff or no? So you can refund. You can request a refund. Takes or like you can six hang on to it for next year, or you can hold on to it and for next year. Or what I'm going to do because I purchased it, I'm going to hold on to it for next year, and then next year I'm going to roll that into the frequent fear. Yeah, that's a good idea. So I can just upgrade right. it from so there. So they again, probably they probably already got a bunch of cash just from people buying the BOGO stuff yeah. that are going to hang on to it. Like they're not going to just get rid of it. Yeah. So I mean, I bought it, but it's not going to go to waste. It's not exactly. You know, it's money I would spend then. So I'm. And I'm let's be some honest. Extra... I mean, they're going to make a pretty good buck on some of this. Yeah. Merch too. Oh yeah, yeah. The merch is they get they get a whole stuff. year of just selling merch before the event even happens. Now, yeah. so hopefully that kind of puts enough green in their pockets to like, <sighs> yeah. hey, give us an extra scare. I, mean, I think universe. I think universe something. is okay, and I and I do think that for their fans, they will do something extra. I don't know what that is, but I do think that they if they they can find the space for another house or two, and I think they, I think they'll do something like that. What I really want, and I don't know how realistic this is. I want them to start August 1st instead of September. An extra month. An extra month. or Not a bad idea. I mean, that's just my opinion. But I think, you know, you bring the event a little bit closer to the fans. This is, instead of waiting 12 months, we're now waiting 11, which doesn't seem like a big deal. No, but it is. I mean, it's it's a whole other year. If this thing kicked off in August, you know people would still be there regardless. Oh, for sure. And honestly, the first month, that's September when it kicks off. That's my favorite month because it's a little less crowded. So, obviously, those first couple months might be a little less than October, but you're going to get so much more people drawn into your park, and you're going to boost your alcohol sales, you're right. going to boost your merch sales for a whole extra month of... I mean, even you know, if they don't... I mean, event. I... Because I, they usually said it, like, not... They don't set it right at the beginning of September. Isn't it, like, it's the second week of September? Usually, like, September 6th, September 10th. So, I mean, it doesn't even have to be an extra month. Even they could start, middle they of could start at middle of August. August. Yeah. yeah. And it's just kind of... I don't want to say... I don't. It's not like I'm grabbing Universal. I'm like, you owe me this. But like, I mean, it would be good. It kind of it gives something. It gives less time for the fans to wait. It gives all of the people that work at HHN. It gives them that extra two, three, four weeks of pay. Right. That you know. I mean, it, you could even sell like up a little bit more August only passes at that point. So yeah, you cheap. could break it down. You could break passes into like kind of like blockouts. Where it's right. you know, in August, September, right. and I mean, August it, only. It, the yeah. question would be that it would have to be a one-off thing because, unfortunately, a lot of the reasons they only start it in September is because they have to have the time to put everything together. Correct. But since this year, obviously, they're Mostly carrying together. over a lot of stuff that isn't needs to be built again. Yeah, so with it kind of primarily already being there, I would hope that you know the event is extended a little bit. You know, Do we get longer hours? I don't think that's... I don't, I, don't think think, really I don't think they can go any longer you know, than they already do. Because it's 2 a.m. on yeah, most It's already nights. 2 a.m. So. You know, maybe they open the park a little bit earlier. You know, that could be an option. But maybe. But still the whole but that's hard. Just, yeah, that's hard out. just because of the parks and people that don't have passes for it. Yeah, so I think the only way to really truly extend the event, because I'm not going to say extend it all the way through the end of November, I think. No, that won't happen. At that point, that you have to break like it down the for holidays, right? I think the only real logical one is just that front end kickstarted a little bit earlier in august whether it be the first second whatever just give us a couple extra weeks and then i think it just kind of will no i know what you're saying i think it'll I just kind of i mean it, it just give kinda, the fans a little bit yeah, something to throws look forward us, to throws the fans a bone a little bit i mean to a point i think what it'll do is it'll spread out the amount of people that come some people might say oh let me go in august instead of september this time or yeah you know i think what you probably should do is have like an early opening or something like that in august maybe do less i mean i hate I don't think they would do it, but if you were to do something like maybe like the first week in August, you do just like a a secret fear only 
yeah. type night. No, no or a few single day passes. Yeah, or where like it's just like anyone that kind of like an early access pass. Yeah, or even like like a, like a, like a yeah something like that. Maybe I mean I don't think they'll do it just because. No, it's, but it'd be nice for us. But it would be kind of <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like a personal like give please, me give but me what I, I know want. it's not gonna happen, but. You never know. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. But otherwise, no. I mean, my I think to kind of close it off. I think for me, kind of like to wrap everything up. I'm happy they decided to use their heads and say, you know what, it's just going to be too difficult. Let's cancel it for this year. We'll make it even better for next year. Yeah. I'm cool with them doing that. I'm disappointed, obviously, but at the same time, that's just me being personally disappointed. Otherwise, globally, it makes total sense in the world. And I totally, I'm behind Universal 100% doing this. Two, I think most of what we're going to have this year is going to happen next year. I think mm-hmm. that one or two houses might be at a risk of being changed. But otherwise, I think everything that they had planned or mostly everything they had planned will happen next year. And I do think, and thirdly, I do think that they probably will add something, whether that's a scare zone or a house or something along those lines. But I don't know, from my point of view, you know, good, good, good job, Universal. I'm glad you're sticking to your guns and, you know, making the decision that makes sense for you, your employees and, that, and everybody else. But yeah, and that's kind of where I I fall on that as well. I it's a uh, you know it's very selfish to say boo boo, but for the sake of everyone's safety, it makes perfect sense to push this event. And from a fan's perspective too, if I went to HHN thirty this year, and it was a very meh year, based off of just what they had to deal with, would it have been worth yeah, going is it to? Worth spending the money on it, or would I have just rather have waited the year, make sure that everything is kind of up and up and actually get to experience the real HHN 30 for what it was supposed to be. Right. So I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I am going to be very, very upset <laughs> most nights in the fall knowing that I could be in the fog. However, I understand. And what I'm hoping is like I mentioned, I hope that maybe this event kickstarts a little bit earlier. I hope that once they kind of ruffle through what they're going to be doing, I know it's a little early, and like I said last week and the couple weeks before, we'll, we'll talk when we get some updates. Right, I know. This wasn't the update we were expecting. If they, but. If they start to kind of realize, hey, this is we're going to hold on to these, I hope that, you know, whether it be month by month or maybe by – Start dropping some you know, information like If they drop year. information sooner than they normally would, yeah. you know, typically it's like April-ish, March-ish, like at the very earliest. Right. If they I, know, I think that come the, December, if they know or – on Halloween, if on Halloween they have decided, yeah, that would be cool. We're they might keeping drop these IPs. Just throw one little teaser out, like, yeah, I think they will next year. I don't think you're going to hear anything till at least Halloween. But you're right. I think they will drop some tidbits here and then go, hey, you know, this is what was planned, or Jack, you know, Jack will have some sort of Jack mm-hmm. advertisement or something like that. But yeah, yeah. and I don't want to. I don't need it to say like the whole event and stuff like, but like the normal, like they did. Like I'm, I'm looking in my uh, yeah, memories. In my Facebook memories, it was right. like a year ago, the Killer Clowns was announced, and those little cool little commercials and stuff like that. You can start sprinkling those out a little bit earlier, hopefully. Yeah. And know. I'm sure that's what I'm sure. I'm sure they've got something planned. Yeah. Once they concrete, kind of say, "All right, we're keeping this house, this house, this house. We're changing this one, whatever." Once they kind of realize what they're keeping, maybe some, maybe they'll uh, they'll give us a little bit of knowledge. Yeah. And in the meantime, we'll just do episodes on horror movies. We'll just go back <laughs> yeah. and watch a bunch of horror movies. Yeah, so, I mean, our off-season is kick-starting a little bit earlier this yeah, year so than what expected. are we going to do? <laughs> so, we got a couple different ideas that we're still kind of tossing. Obviously, a couple things that we've done in the past will return in, you know, forms of different so, mock events, different yeah, lists. So, one of, one of my ideas that I'm trying to get Nick on board with and a few other people that we can maybe rope in to do it with us, but I want to do something where it's called It Came From The Streaming Services. And we just pick some schlocky B movie looking <laughs> movie from one of the streaming services, and we watch it, and then we recommend it if we liked it. If yep. we didn't like it, we still want to recommend it because it was goofy and funny. That's one thing I want to do. I don't know if you have any other ideas. Yeah, you're thinking I, mean, of. I mean, I, lists are a good idea, but yeah, we can only we're gonna we're gonna expand on that so it's not like every week is like a, hey our right, top yeah, whatever we don't just blah, blah, blah. Do, yeah top list. But no, that's and you're gonna get a peek at to what our off season was going to be, where it's gonna be very movie oriented we're going to be diving into different libraries of horror movies stuff you've heard of stuff you might not have heard of and we're going to still tie it into hhn by at the end of wrapping it up reviewing the movie or whatever is it a good scare zone is it a good house right what would cool parts of this movie in the house be so we're going to kind of mash those two of horror movies and hhn together and that's how we're going to kind of keep that alive Mm mm-hmm Obviously, we talked about lists. I think one of the things that we're talking about in the next coming weeks, in August or so, 
I'm not sure how everyone else feels about fantasy football and football. <laughs> However, is I been, hate football. Yeah, it's so stupid. I'm kidding. <laughs> we are going to try to put together a fantasy football horror draft. Yeah, like a style, like a horror, like fantasy football draft style horror thing. So we're gonna kind of piece that together. I haven't really figured out how we're gonna do that yet. But. Yeah, we're gonna piece it together. We're gonna work on it a little bit, but that will probably be an episode in the next coming month or so. Maybe but, we'll narrow it down to like slasher draft. Yeah, we'll and make it even harder. We'll do something. We'll slasher position instead well, of a QB. You have a slasher. Yeah, <laughs> something like that where it's like you know, we'll, 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 once we draft, we'll t- tally up like the number of kills and movies yeah. and stuff like that they have, and whoever has the highest score wins. We'll do something funky, but that's kind of we're we're in the off season now, essentially. Yeah. Until some news drops, or I'm sure in the next coming month or so, I'm sure stuff will eventually kind of come out. Yep. from Universal in some way, shape, or form. I'm sure that at some point that that third room in the Tribute Store is going to be opening. But Probably. Until then, we're kind of left with this news to sit on for a yeah. little bit. But so, um, you know, check us out. If you haven't already, please give us a like on Spotify or Apple or whatever you listen to us on. Or um, even if, you're on, if, you know, if you find us on YouTube, give the video a like, subscribe to our channel. And even if you don't listen on YouTube, subscribe to our channel. <laughs> yeah. We'll have some stuff on there eventually, too. But, you know, everything, every little bit helps. So please like and subscribe, send to your friends. And other than that, I think that's about all we got for this week. So, again, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. Sad, sad, sad haunts. Sad haunts this week. <laughs> Take care, y'all. Peace. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.